This is Power for Living, the Bible teaching ministry of Christ the King Church in Wakefield, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Feliciano Segundo, and our teacher is Father Michael Carl. So get all your Bibles and let's get started. For our teaching time, we're going to go over the gospel passage from Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 9 and 18 through 23. While we're looking at chapter 13, we see that Jesus walks out of the house and sat down by the sea. But what we have to also keep in mind is what had happened with Jesus previous to this, because it's on the same day. And we look at that through Matthew chapter 12. He tells the Pharisees that he is indeed Lord of the Sabbath, which, by the way, is telling them that he's God. And then the house divided and the unpardonable sin. So the Pharisees have committed the greatest faux pas you could ever commit, which turns out to be an unforgivable sin because they blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And then Jesus talks about the tree known by its fruit. And the Pharisees demand a sign. What sign are you going to show us to prove that you are real and for real? And he says, no sign is going to be given. When he goes out of the house, what this could very well be is a parable itself for Jesus turning away from the Jews and the Pharisees, etc., and opening up the gospel for a wider audience, meaning the Gentiles. Because Israel is frequently referred to as the house of Israel. Now, if you keep in mind what's gone on before, just a few hours before that, the Pharisees are harassing him again. And he's saying with this illustrative move, you guys have finally done it. So now I'm going to go to the Gentiles or a wider audience. So where does he go? He goes and stands out on the the lakeshore, which is more open. And by the way, the lakeshore there where he was would be a perfect amphitheater. How so? Because there's the lake, you know, and he pushed out on a boat a little bit ways from the shore, and the mountains are surrounding it in a U shape, and they rise to a certain height. So the acoustics were very good, and so everyone would be able to hear him. And if you've ever done any kind of historical research, you know that all those ancient amphitheaters in Greece and Rome, they always do the same thing. They have a curvature on them and they rise upwards and the stage is down low. Why? So the people can hear their voices. And so that's what Jesus is doing. Now, parables are a way for Jesus to teach the truth of the gospel using symbolic or figurative language. And the truth of the matter is this. Those who really want to know the truth will understand the parables. They'll figure it out. Those who are saying, eh, whatever, are the ones who aren't going to figure it out, and they're going to go away saying, what did he say? He talks about the sower going out to sow. Who knows, in this parable, who knows who the sower is? Uh, you're jumping ahead. (laughs) Who knows who, in this case, in this particular parable, immediate context, who knows who the sower is? Okay, you're 
Okay, what's the answer to every question in church? Jesus. Okay, so Jesus is the sower. Now, do you think that Jesus is sowing good seed? Yes. yes. As a matter of fact, perfect seed. Okay, so what do we notice about the sowing here? You know, just looking at it, it says the sower went out to sow. And if you look at the various places where the seed fell, you can understand about the sowing. What do we think about that? What do we notice about the sowing in this case? What's that? Good uh, there, that's one of them. But if he's sowing the seed and it goes on rocky ground, shallow ground, thorns, and some good soil, what conclusion can we make from this? Symbolic of different types of people. Okay, that's good. But what it means is he's just randomly sowing the seed everywhere. And by the way, that's where we get the word broadcasting because he's casting the seed broadly everywhere so to use gary's answer there eventually what that does mean is us we're supposed to be doing some seed and what does it mean we're supposed to sow the seeds of the gospel widely whenever and wherever and let the holy spirit take care of the details so First thing he talks about is he sowed some of the seed and it fell by the wayside and the birds came and devoured them. Okay, what does that mean? It means that there's some people out there who are really thick headed, hard rock maple, you know, and they're not going to get it. No matter how detailed of an explanation you give, these folks are not going to get it. And guess what? The devil's going to come along and take the seed. It just means these are, in the illustration, who's picking the seed off the rocky ground. Now then, he goes and he sows some seed on some stony places. Doesn't have much root. These are the folks who really get into it really quickly, but if any difficulty comes along, they say, well, that was a bad idea. I don't want to do that anymore. So then they're the ones that get the seed that's sown among the thorns. Now the thorns are all those, well of course I'm getting ahead of myself here, so the thorns come and they choke it off. And then there's the good ground where there is some return on that. Now from verses 18 to 23 Jesus explains the parable. And let's remember for those who want to understand the scriptures the Holy Spirit will reveal the meaning to you. If you have a real heart to understand the Bible, you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to show you what it means. That's if you really want to know. And if you really want to know, He'll explain it to you. You'll suddenly, ping, the little light bulb will come on. The little light bulb will come on and you'll say, oh, that's what that means. Because the Holy Spirit is working in you. If you finally get an inkling of something about what the scriptures mean, that does mean the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. It's not our own cleverness, although we want to believe it's our cleverness, right? Now we want to say, oh yeah, I, I finally got it. Well, no, you didn't. You know, the Holy Spirit told you. So anyway. It is here, the seed that was sown along the road or the path, 
and in this case it probably means a pathway through the middle of the field that does get trampled on fairly regularly and so the seed was taken away. Now keep in mind it's the devil's mission to see to it that we don't understand the scriptures, to see to it that we're not really interested in what the scriptures mean. And so it's easy here in this case for the devil to come and take away the seed and while we're talking about this, let's think about what kind of soil we are. Most likely, we all want to be the good soil, right? But let's make sure that, like the parable goes, that we're not like the people who let something get in the way or let the pressure make us give it up because we are going to have some pressure on us if we are wanting to walk with Christ and have a good witness, right? Minimally, you're going to get made fun of, or people are going to say, well, that's okay for you, but not for me. You know, leave me alone. You know, there are going to be those people like that. Now, the second one was shallow and emotional. Now, these are the folks who are also gullible to any kind of religious experience. You see, because it says that they who receive the word on stony places, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet he has no root and endures for only a while. Now, what that means is those are the folks who are looking for the spiritual high. They're looking for the mountaintop experiences. They're constantly looking to you know, just get that, zap, get spiritually zapped, as it were, and they want to be high and hyped up and excited all the time. So they're gullible enough to possibly believe any of the stories of anybody else who comes along and talks about their experiences when they were meditating, or their experiences when they did their yoga, or their experiences when they did some other thing. Then there are those who receive the seed among the thorns, and he who hears the word, but the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. For us, that's a warning, because we need to make sure that nothing out there is going to come along and confuse us or compete for our attention or draw us down or draw us back or hold us back. And so we're going to, we have to be determined that nothing is going to stand in the way of us being able to receive the truth and run with it. So then we come to the last one. He who received the seed on the good so ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. What do we notice about the good soil here? The, in a detail that is in the parable itself, but what can we observe from, the, from what Jesus says here? Okay. Come again? Very productive. Okay, they're, they're productive, that's good. But what else? What does Jesus say? Some bear fruit a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. 
What that means is this, is that everyone is in a different place in their spiritual journey, and some are going to produce lots of fruit really quickly. Then some are going to produce fruit a little more slowly. And then some are going to take a while, and some will manifest just hundredfold. I mean, they're going to just, there'll be, you know, if there was ever a bionic Christian, this is who that would be. You know, somebody who goes out there and just starts winning souls left and right. They get really spiritual, not pretentiously, but they have fruit. They're demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. They are just showing fruit out the ears. Then there's the some who are a little slower to grow, but they're producing fruit. Those are the 60. And then there are those who are growing slower, and they're producing fruit, some 30. But what that means is that even if you have good soil, we're, again, we're all in a different place in our walk. And we're going to be fruitful at different levels. So the caution for us there is don't look at everyone else's walk with Christ and wonder why you're not as good of a Christian as this other guy or girl. Don't worry about that. As long as you're bearing fruit, that's what Christ is concerned about. So let's think about what kind of soil we are. And if we want to be one of the soils that yields all that good fruit that doesn't wilt or get choked out or have the devil steal it, then let's make up our minds today we're going to be the good soil. And if so, the Lord will walk along with us and teach us what we need to know to grow in our faith. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's edition of Power for Living. If you happen to miss any of our other programs, be sure to go to our podcast page at ChristTheKingNorthShore.podbean.com. And you can also visit our website at www.ctknorthshore.org. If this program has been a blessing, feel free to let us know. Write us at Power for Living, Care of Christ the King Church, 4 Railroad Avenue, Suite 309 in Wakefield, Massachusetts, 01880. Or you can also send us an email at ChristTheKingNorthShore at gmail.com. You can be a part of this gospel ministry by becoming a patron of Power for Living. You can find out how by clicking the Become a Patron button at the top of our podcast page. That's it for this week, and until next time, remember that Jesus is your power for living. <laughs>